Hi, and welcome to the Free to Be Authentic podcast. I am Durga Magneta. I am an intuitive coach, an empathic healer, a teacher, and an author. And for over 20 years, I've been helping people just like you find more peace, tranquility, and empowerment. So take a nice deep breath, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Hi and welcome. I know I promised you to talk about boundaries with toxic people, but I decided that I wanted to take more time with that one. Instead, this week we're going to talk about how to live without your heart's desires or fulfillment. Last week we discussed the difference between ego and intuition. I just celebrated 500 downloads on my podcast And seeing as it's pretty new, I feel that that's an indicator that I'm reaching people and helping them. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So when I say how to live without fulfillment or your heart's desires, a lot of you probably feel like you already do. And that you just learn to live with it or find gratitude, count your blessings or focus on other things. You've learned to embrace it. But I want to talk about a phase that I'm seeing people go through and I went through as well on my path to, you know, waking up, becoming conscious, living in my light, and uh, truly finding contentment. There is a phase that you may have gone through, maybe you will go through it, but it's very real. It's real in the sense that the experience is real. And it looks something like this. You have this really strong, passionate anger and resentment towards life because life won't throw you a bone. You can't have the things you really want and you've been struggling for a long time to get them. And you're even at the point where if somebody even talks about acceptance or that it's a phase, you want to kill them. You just see red and you just want to... erupt like a volcano at them for even suggesting such a thing because you're at the point where I don't want to live like this even to the point of uh, suicidal thoughts and it's a very strong compulsion or emotion or wave that comes over you that why do I have to continuously go without the things in my heart that I know I need and I want and my purpose, and it's something that people get very, very angry about, and I think that's even an understatement. Over the past few months, I've had a few clients going through this, and I could see that it was just a phase, and I could see that I could see what they were learning from it, but I really couldn't suggest it, and I couldn't be real with them about it because they were very sensitive and they were just going to fly off the handle over the idea that this, what they were going through is actually helping them. I'm going to admit, and I actually, I'm happy to share my own experiences with you because really they're more funny now. At this point in retrospect, they're kind of funny. I had created a product line probably about 15 years ago and I so desperately wanted to turn it into something big. I so desperately wanted business success. I wanted to live in my passion and I had created this beautiful line of aromatherapy sprays, and they had it had really had energy in it, transformative energy in it that I managed to buy. It was really quite amazing when I think back about it. But I didn't know how to market. I wasn't ready for success. I wasn't ready to have the things I really wanted because I was in a process. But that desire and that hunger for 
things to get good for me in the way that I think they should was so strong that I did end up having a meltdown. I had made these brochures I was going to send out to possible retailers, and I got to the mailbox and I just knew I had this strong intuitive sense that this was not going to come to fruition for me, that this was not going to work out at this time. And I just had a meltdown looking like kind of just almost stomping my feet and just my glasses fell off. I had glasses at the time. My pamphlets went everywhere and I just, it was very dramatic, right? I, I try and avoid things like that these days and I really kind of know better but I'm a triple water sign that's what I get that's what you get so I I composed myself somewhat I picked up the flyers and I went home and I got so mad that I didn't want to live that way anymore and I this is before Britney Spears did it by the way I shaved off all the hair on my head and I laid down and I just did this little ceremony where I was just done with my life. And I understand that that seems really over the top and everything, but that's just, just, for whatever reason, that's how it played itself out. Luckily, I looked pretty good with a shaved head. <laughs> and then I picked, and then something inside said, nope, you're going to go on, you're going to face this, and I did. I would like to tell you that that phase ended that day. But it really went on for about 13 more years where I had no choice but to accept life as it is, let go of my goals, let go of my desires, my needs to be healthy, my needs for fulfillment, my needs to be successful, my needs to have abundance. I mean, I had to, like, bare bones, minimum, barely surviving. I actually had to embrace that. And I got to the point where I did, and even better than that, I got to the point where I truly can be content within myself. And I understand that what, there is external situations that do affect your happiness, but your happiness is definitely not reliant on those things. And the only time that external situations are bad for your happiness is if they are abusive or dangerous. Chances are, hopefully, very hopefully, that your outside circumstances are not that. The truth is, is that happiness is an inside job, and that's what the masters have been teaching us for centuries. And if you're truly going to be happy, you have to come into yourself, find acceptance, find peace, find contentment, just breathing air. And then it's going to be a very healthy platform or foundation for you to really have the things that are in your heart, the wishes and desires in your heart, because your happiness will not be reliant on those things being in your life. And what that does is it eliminates the tendency for us to be overprotective and fearful of losing those things. Basically, at this point, you're so used to loss, devastation, disappointment, and, and just misery that the experience of joy is that much sweeter. It's even more sweet than it was before, and you have appreciation for it because you know that there are times when you don't have access to joyfulness. It really gives a greater value to all the good fortune that definitely does want to find you, which is we have to honor the phases that we're going to be in. And if you think that that's the thing that's going to make you happy, 
if that's a slippery slope that I think somebody, the higher power is looking out for you and saying, we, you got to learn this first so that when you can, when you're happy in a worldly sense, you can stay flexible with those things and have a healthy relationship with those things and, and not be afraid to lose people and relationships and circumstances. Now, the, the thing with this, with this topic or mechanism is that, yes, I think awareness would help you shift out of it, but it also has an important role to play. And there's a time when it's with you and there's a time when it, it really kind of lifts off of you. So if you're in this phase, you probably know who you are right now. And so what you can do is understand that you are meant to have those things. That's why it's nagging at you to have them, but you're creating the foundation to truly enjoy those things. And it's by learning not to have them. So it's more like the catch-22. I want to tell you that I can very confidently say I'm on the other side of that, where sure, I have aspirations, Yes, there's goals. There's things I want to do. But I'm really at a place where I'm, I want to live in the present moment. I want to take life as it comes. I want to make decisions as I need to. I really don't want to live in my future. And while I would love certain circumstances to be different, they're really just going to add to my already content life. That my happiness is not contingent on those things changing. Again, outside of abusive situations. I'm sure you can find gratitude and good things in your life the way it is now. And also, if you know somebody who's going through something like this, you need to be really careful with them. This is a very touchy, very sensitive subject. And telling them it's a phase is really, really risky business. You know, you have to really choose your words. And really, I guess, don't take on the role of trying to help somebody. Just listen to what they have to say. Let them vent. Let them cry. They're, I've seen temper tantrums more than once. And I've had temper tantrums. I've had probably the most spectacular of them myself. You know, who knows what that's about. But we can move on from it. And I really, because I... Because I am seeing this more and more, I thought I would do a podcast on it. Just as it seems that you're immersed in unhappiness and that the things you really desire are elusive, the most amazing gift is actually setting itself up right underneath that seeming reality slash illusion that you have going on. And that reality is you are going to be so much happier when you learn really how to be happy. The ego mind, the way it works is it always has the, the thing it wants and that thing that it's going to obtain or that person it's going to obtain or, or, you know, fill in the blanks. And that egoic mechanism is the same mechanism that's saying you can't be happy or live a good life without those desires. Now, the problem with this is that its hunger to obtain is insatiable. And every time you obtain something, it's not going to be as special as it was. And you're going to realize, well, that's not really the happiness I thought it was going to give me. But as soon as I have this, I'll be happy. You need to realize that that's what's going on is that that wanting will never be satisfied. Now that's egoic. The heart's desires are little, little reminders of the nice things that are on their way to you. But they are not going to come in the time that you want them to because the bigger picture says you want to be happy, we'll show you how to be happy. And it's not by giving you these things right now. Let's do some deeper intention setting. Start in a nice seated position. Take some deep breaths. Allow yourself to come into the present moment. 
Breathe into your body, feel your body and become centered. As you come back into your body and your mind is calm, you're entering a theta brainwave. And by doing your intentions from this place, it actually packs a bigger punch than just the regular thought processes leaving our minds on a regular basis. This is actually a deep cellular shift that can happen when you do your intentions from a centered place. Let's set a deep intention now that you can see whatever process you are in your happiness and that you find peace and appreciation for it. Imagine yourself rised up high above your life and looking back down at it. And if you were to look at your path to happiness, you're going to be able to see that you're on the path to happiness. You're just learning about it in a way that seems like it's unfulfilling and unhappy. Let's set a deep intention too that you really find out what it's like to find contentment living in the present moment and, and with what you already have. Chances are your glass is more than half full and that you're just hyper-focusing on a few things that you really think will change your life. And I'm not saying that they don't add an element to happiness, but the kind of fulfillment you're really looking for is already there. Let's tap into that. Tap into your own sense of well-being and contentment that is constantly available to you as you breathe, existing inside of your soul and in your heart. Allow yourself to find gratitude for all these wonderful things you already have and look how far you've come. Really find appreciation for yourself. Is your life really so bad that you should be unhappy over the things you feel you're missing? Is it really that bad? For some people it is, but chances are that you are not one of those people. What are the gifts that are finding you because you don't have those things yet? What kind of good things are coming? There's always good that comes from everything. What's the good that comes out of not quite having everything the way you'd like it? Say this to yourself and let it go into the deepest part of your being and in your cells. Happiness is always alive inside of me. Happiness and contentment are who I am in my core, and I allow myself to just enjoy every moment of this gift of life I've been given. If I have hearts, if I have desires in my heart, I know that it's just a reminder of what I have coming. But I can totally accept not being there yet because this is where everything is. The future is not real. I'm so happy I've been given the gift of finding happiness without my heart's desires so that when I get them, I'll be all the more rock solid in maintaining that happiness and having appreciation, the appropriate appreciation for everything that I have. Let's now activate a true sense of divine contentment and happiness. Allow that joy of spirit and the joy and the bliss of existence to come through your body and your mind and your neurological patterns and really feel a sense of contentment just to be alive, just to breathe, just to experience life and the wisdom 
let's impart also the wisdom that everything has its time and everything will come to you just as it's meant to. And when it comes to you, you'll be ready for it. Contentment is your true divine nature. Let's start there. And you'll find really that that's well good enough. And that's really what you've been seeking all along when you thought your happiness was really going to come from external things. I have to tell you that in retrospect, I would really be missing out if I didn't have the experience and the path that I did where I was without happiness and joy and things. And you know, I have to tell you that I'm still technically there, but it doesn't feel that way anymore. I'm so full of life and full of contentment. And I don't know if it's whether I'm a spiritual seeker or a yogi or just a human being, but this is where it's at. I can't imagine not knowing this and not having this. And this is the gifts of all gifts. Take a deep breath, come back into your body and really feel the warmth of contentment. True divine contentment, come back and fill you up. Thank you so much for listening and join me next week when I talk about whether it's possible to have good sabotage in your life. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, there's a Patreon button here on the site, along with incentives for subscribers. Please share this with anyone you feel may enjoy this. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, please shoot me an email at freetobeauthentic at gmail.com. If you would like to book a private session, please go to freetobeauthentic.com. There's a new client special button that will save you 25% on your first session. I'll see you next time. Thank you.